0: Welcome to Events Heist, the game show podcast about post-COVID events and the event professionals that run them. In this episode, you're going to hear from Sean and Dahlia. Sean is the senior event project manager at MCI Group Canada. He talks about the first summer camp he organized back in college that made everyone cry. He also shares stressful stories of things that went really wrong at an event in Panama. Dahlia is the head tech evangelist at Dahlia Plus Agency. Hear her talk about her memorable experience meeting Seth Godin and a fun story about stepping in as a speaker when the keynote no showed. Let's begin. So, Sean, you've rolled a two and you're up the ladder. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, wow.
0: So, Sean, tell us about uh, the amount of events you've been involved in in your professional career and how many of those are, are virtual.
1: Oh, uh, well, I've been in the industry for almost 10 years now, so I would say of, probably over 100 different events. Uh, funny enough, though, I think I will say uh, 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 30% more are virtual because i am being involved with virtual event uh, way before pandemic.
0: Great. Awesome. All right, uh, Dahlia, you have rolled a six. Yes.
2: Watch me, like, land somewhere.
0: Oh. Nope, so good. Uh, tell oh, us good. about the uh, largest event that you've been involved in.
2: Ooh, largest event that I've been involved in. It probably would be with uh, Lions International. And so that's an international um, group of peers, community members, and it's all about, like, doing good for society.
0: Okay, Sean, it's you, you've rolled a three. How many uh, years have you been in the event space?
1: Um, I, I will say uh, if I really need to come professionally, I will say 12, uh, 11 to 12 years. Okay, great.
0: Tell you, you right. rolled a
1: two? I, yes. Oh, you almost got the letter too.
0: Uh, same question to you. Uh, how many events have you been involved in in your professional career, and how many um, have been virtual?
2: 2019 alone, we were involved in 85
0: plus. Wow, one year. Tell me about the first event you remember organizing. Doesn't have to be professional. Can be as a kid. It's whatever you remember. Whatever jumps to mind.
1: Um, I would say kind of the first event organized. Uh in a more uh, complex scale was when I was in university uh, that I uh, organized a kind of a summer training camp for all the school leader. <laughs> it's kind of a where uh, events is uh, a, a week long training camp to teach uh, different, school, different student clubs leader how to do their job.
0: Okay, what's your favorite post-event junk food, drink or de-stressing activity?
2: Oh my God, so drink of choice or poison, as Sean and I re- usually go for. I know what he goes for, but I do rum and coke no ice. So that's my poison. And then junk food is
0: white cheddar popcorn. What do you love and or hate about events?
1: I would say it's almost the same thing that I love and hate is the, the, the pressure. Uh, is the, the, the unexpected uh, is the, the, the stress. Um, but I, like, I hate them, um, but I'm all, always loved them as well.
0: Have you met any celebrities on the job and what were they yes.
1: like? They were all awesome. I have met Guy
2: Kawasaki. I have met Seth Godin. I have met um, Dennis Quaid. um I have met like I could go on for a bit. So yeah, I who's your why. favorite?
0: Why Why you tell oh. us your favorite and why?
2: My favorite and why? Seth Godin because he was shorter than I was. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, no, Seth Godin is a uh, is a is a mentor. He's amazing. Um, very inspirational.
0: All right, Sean, you wrote a six.
1: Oh, what's that?
0: All right. So um, how did you get into events? What was the
1: what was the story? Um, it was, uh, it's uh, it's kind of uh, just happened because uh, I moved to Canada in 20, uh, 2009, roughly. Uh, and then I was looking for things to do. Uh, my original uh, professional choice when I was in university is political science. Uh, and then I soon to realize it doesn't work in Canada because what I study is completely different in Canada. Like for example, in Canada, We don't select president. Mm -hmm. So like the things I learned just complete garbage, Uh, (laughs) at least in Canada, in Canada. still very valuable, but at least in Canada.
0: Tell me about the first event you remember organizing.
1: Yeah, so I was really
2: big at like, you know, helping out with homecoming and prom and, you know, homecoming week at school. So I remember being that like organizer. But I was also big on wanting to be part of it, not from organization standpoint, but like a DJ or something like that. So I was, I was the DJ at the mm. homecoming. So hey, right, we're together. Maybe, <laughs> we, should, maybe we should answer this question together. Sean. Exactly. <laughs> I feel that too. Oh, God.
0: Describe the exact moment that you knew COVID was going to turn the industry upside down.
2: It was interesting. Well, from my perspective, I was coming from an industry show in Vegas, coming back home in March. Uh, Actually, I came back March 3rd. And then all of a sudden, the shutdown was happening. um, And they kept, the media kept asking me, when do you think the events industry is going to come back? And I kept saying, oh, maybe. End of 2021, you know, beginning of 2022. And they're like, holy shit, we can't publish you.
1: <laughs> cause you are full of shit. I'm, I'm bet they, you're depressed. I bet didn't want to publish you're depressing. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's almost because I was actually came back from Seattle from a business trip. Uh, and then we go around. But honestly, for me, it was actually in January. Cause when I cause I was actually in Asia in January, uh, and then I already heard about it. Uh, and I, I kind of get out before it got worse in Asia, but that's kind of the moment you feel that, all right, just, just at some point you will come to the rest of the world and it just, unfortunately they did.
0: Uh, what do you miss most about in-person events and and what do you not miss?
2: I miss the hugs and the conversations in the hallway. I don't miss the bad coffee.
0: (laughs) Tell me about your fantasy event.
1: To be fair, like uh, actually, a lot of people ask me that question, but I can't really thinking about it because <laughs> I guess it's just I'm a very realistic person. <laughs> I don't really have like a dream, dream sc- scenario that is always on top of my head. But if I can say, I would say you'll be even in a in a in a in a city or destination that I would love to travel as well. Um, so combining like for me, it's always a combined uh, the leisure and emphasis scale. What
0: industries have you done events for, and what was your favorite and why? Um,
2: my favorite was veterinary medicine because, so these are medical professionals. You know, they 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 thrive on helping our fur babies and you know um, our our
0: our
1: kids kind
0: of thing. Tell me about the most stressful event. You've
1: ever organized. Uh, we walk into the venue, uh, and the um, and the, the the meeting room, the wall is broken, <laughs> and that's it. That's you need to live with it, because that's the room. That's the room you 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 have it. Uh, and then uh, we walk into the venue. By the way, it's a convention center. Uh, we have three thousand people. Uh, the elevator was broken too, oh, so nice. there are no elevators. Wow. Uh, actually, I'm wrong. There was one elevator, which is a service elevator at the really, really far. So you need to walk literally 15 minutes to there and then take the service elevator. Um, so that's just kind of how stressful that was. <laughs> so it was a very stressful week. And then uh, after that, I um, uh, it was actually that one event that I cannot wait to, to leave because it was just too much.
0: What uh, was the longest period of time you ever worked on an event?
2: Longest period of time I worked on an event. Can we do it shortest?
0: Yeah, I can do shortest, sure. What's the shortest hours. period of time? 72 hours. 72
2: hours, hours for 7,500 medical professionals.
0: Wow, that sounds traumatic.
1: Very much so. That's why I drink.
0: Tell me about the, your favorite type of event.
1: Um, I will actually say I like conference. Okay. Like I, I I like conference. So you have session, you have trade show, you have social events and you have a lot of different things happening and you kind of babysitting them for a week. Um, no matter how smart they are, they just uh, like kindergarten when they're tapping <laughs> into your venue. It just, I kind of like it.
0: Dolly <laughs> right, you wrote a seven.
1: Can see. Oh, wow. Tell me your
0: your favorite event war story
1: so
2: i have I a, a favorite episode. hashtag for shows that have war stories and it's hashtag mm-hmm. shit show slow-mo
0: shit show <laughs> slow-mo slow-mo mo. Like yeah, so yeah yeah, actors, yeah.
2: You see it happening
0: so not only do you have stories but you have your own hashtag for them oh my god i, I have it.
2: my own <laughs> the I reason say. is you see it happen you see the shit show happening you yes. just can't stop it Like you, there's no way that you're going to be able to stop it. So like, you know, um, one of the shit shows that was unstoppable is, um, like speakers, not showing up sponsors, breathing down your neck and saying what the F is going on here. And then you just step in as the speaker and as the subject matter expert, and you just take the stage but they introduce you with the other speaker's bio and name and everything. Oh, wow. And you just roll with it.
0: You like you just have to it.
2: roll with it.
0: Have you read anything or watched anything recently that you'd, you'd like to share with, or that, that would be interesting to other event professionals?
1: I was watching the documentary uh, Last Dance couple, couple couple months ago the Michael Jordan one Mm -hmm. um, on Netflix I will highly suggest it I think it was quite motivated um by by watching them and also like I'm a basketball fan so it's um it's kind of a good glory just memory of where it was when I was a kid (laughs)
0: cool what's your your favorite speaker dead or alive
2: Seth Godin I'll go back to Seth Godin but I will also include in there Simon Sinek Mm. And
1: Mel Robbins.
0: Sure. What's the weirdest food that you've eaten at an event?
1: It would be hard for me to answer that question because I'm Asian. I'm Asian, so I ate literally everything. Right. But
0: what you could lifeline line to Dahlia then. That can I'm
1: gonna line. Have you Dahlia. heard of Voodoo Donuts?
0: Voodoo Donuts, no.
2: So they're like, but I'll eat one. Think, they sound amazing. Yeah. So they put like all these different type toppings on them. So like, you can have a voodoo donut that has like bacon on it. Maples, mm. like bacon, oh, you yeah. know. You're like, mm, right that's now. yummy. But like, <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. you know, like, Bleh. you know, so, or they'll have one with like spicy jalapenos or something on it yes. kind of thing. And it's a donut. Mm. I have issues with that.
0: All right, Sean, you get another question. Oh, okay. During an event. What do you secretly desire the most during an event? Sit down. (laughs) To sit down.
1: (laughs) Take my shoes off. Wiggle my toes.
0: So what, what are your top three daily frustrations?
2: One, clients or professionals that say, yeah, we want to do something different, but they don't listen to you. Two, um, daily frustrations the fact that you try to plan out your day but it doesn't go as planned oh yeah so therefore don't plan the day damn it and three what's three um that that especially in our industry but like i i'm i'm one for this as well where i don't get to see or celebrate my little accomplishments. And I like just focus on the stuff that doesn't get done. Mm.
0: If you could pick an event pet, a pet that you take along that helps you during an in-person event, what would it be?
1: A dog, uh, like a a golden retriever.
0: When do you think in-person events will return to your region if they haven't already?
2: Face-to-face is here. Mm -hmm. Digital is here, it's just in different formats and in different sizes. So people have to understand, it might not be the 50,000 event that you're used to that got you 5 million plus on the show floor, but you are more than capable of creating face-to-face events that have amazing value, amazing revenue opportunities. It just looks different, it's designed different, and it has different numbers to it.
0: If you could give one piece of advice to people listening to the show on planning a great event in the current environment, what would it be? Mm,
1: I feel just be you, right? To be fair, like, whatever you are planning, whether it's in person or virtual or or whatever the hyper uh, is, you know, they actually, like, it should be the same for you as a planner because you are planning the event that your attendees want. Uh, you are planning the event. Uh, if you really want a little bit more deeper, I think uh, I think we are, we, are, we all need to plan our experience or events or program uh, more inclusive.
0: Tell me about the trends you see occurring in the industry for the next two or three years.
2: So the trends are focusing more on content creation and marketing. And that will open up different type of event or experience design um, as well as like micro segmentation meaning taking a look at like your attendees and seeing what they're really interested in then creating communities as well as content which becomes the event itself you need exact
0: numbers to hit the the mint yeah I'm gonna ask you about uh, EventProf's breaking shit. How did that come about? Tell tell us about that.
1: Yeah, it it, it came from frustration, like very honestly. Um, Last year, when everyone else need to do virtual event, you know, the, the the million question that we get from all the clients, what platform we should use? Right, how to yes. run my virtual events, and so we 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 get into all those demo with all the technology company, and honestly, they're all really great, um, but they're also pretty similar too. And then the most frustration part is they're all talking the same thing, you know, the the sales pitch. I can literally do sales. I can literally <laughs> do the demo of all, all the company last year, because they're literally the same. And so we are out of frustration, and then there's one company who reaching out to us. Then we kind of ask the question like, "Well, how many people you can host?" And then they say, "Oh yeah, unlimited." <laughs> we're like, "All right, you might let us try it." And they, "Yeah, sure." And so we we rally we rally around almost two hundred people, and uh, yeah, we broke their system. Do
0: you have any crazy, funny attendee stories, best or worst?
1: Actually, yeah, at a show,
2: I think this was Lions, where we had our tech area and, you know, it was busy. We were helping people with technology and stuff like that. But because it's an international attendance, people were sleeping on the chairs and on the tables in the area and just snoring and just like, you know, drooling and you couldn't wake them up like sean do you remember that i i i briefly
0: <laughs> what's your uh, favorite tv show at the moment
1: uh, i am waiting for the new season of the the what is that show called the uh, the like the, the the Spanish show on Netflix. Money Heist. Money heist. heist. Yes. This is yes. this is
0: inspired by Money Heist. If you couldn't tell. It?
1: Yeah. Oh my the god! Mint. Yes. The mint. The mint. that is true. That is true. That is true. Yeah, is true. yeah I, I can't wait because the, that, the That's why the show is really... called
0: Events Heist. Right. Because right, at the time right. I was watching Money Heist and I was like, Yeah, oh, it's kind of like COVID stolen events. So that's that's how the concept is That is crazy. Dolly, you wrote a one and you are the winner today.
2: But I will take Sean with me. He's my lifeline.
0: (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. So Sean, you move up to the top and I'm going to ask you the question. How do you think screen fatigue is affecting events at the moment?
1: It is a a challenge now, I will say for many of, because like it's obviously, because the problem is you you should not look at, it's like, it's like you don't look at mirror for day because right, that is what happened for streaming fatigue. But the funny thing is it shouldn't be a problem because people play video game and they watch video game streaming. They're not even playing, they're watching video game streaming whole day and they don't have fatigue. So um, I think as a planner that if you feel that is the issue you need to solve, then you should just looking at what other sector have been solving that problem. Can I answer?
0: Yeah, of course.
2: I don't think it's screen fatigue. I think it's content fatigue. Yeah, Mm. that might be the case. You got boring people on screen or if you don't like have something that's enticing or fun or entertaining. I mean, look at you, you like money heist because it's entertaining and it kicks ass and you're like, what the just happened right now? So imagine if you had content like that, nobody's gonna question whether it's on Zoom or whether it's on, you know, whatever platform. It's the delivery, and it's the content that you are putting in front of people.
0: Okay, so we've we've hit the hour, and I'm gonna end it there. So thanks so much for being guests of Event Heist, and it's it's been great having you on.